This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. It is uh, 2022. Yes, Happy New Year. New Year's resolution time as well as many people want to get fit, healthier. They want to eat better, lose some weight, maybe quit smoking, whatever the case is. How about a financial New Year's resolution? Paul Anadiak is a vice president and licensed insolvency trustee at BDO Debt Solutions and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Good morning, Paul, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Rick. It's uh, it's great to be back this well the first time this year. It's it's cold out. You're right, yeah. and uh, but you know what? We have the whole year ahead of us, so let's not worry about the temperature today because uh, we have some uh, good days to come ahead of us. We've heard the term dry January when it comes to things like alcohol. How about dry January or a freeze on spending this month? Is that a resolution that we should be making? That's a great resolution to have. And a lot of times people come into the new year uh, with these lofty ideas and goals, what they're going to have for the resolutions, and they don't know where to start. A dry January is perfect. And what a dry January is, it's really a moratorium on making extra buys for the month of January. Now, we've just probably gone through our busiest shopping month of the year. A lot of people probably have bought a little too much, gone a little overboard. So, you know, January is a perfect time for a reset. Time to sit back, time to take stock what you have, and time to take a look at, you know, do I need to make that extra purchase now? Can I avoid it? Or do I have what I need in the house at this time? Yeah, January is also the month, I think, when many people are looking at their credit card statements and say, what have I done? January is an avoidance month for a lot of people to the credit card statements. You know, years ago when uh, everyone's credit card statements used to arrive, uh, arrive in the mail, this is a time of year we used to see the stacks of mail people used to have that were building up by their door. Now, unfortunately, with uh, the Internet, now people don't even have to look at their uh, statements anymore. It's online. They can avoid it. It's a lot easier. But you're right. People are going to be taking a look at their bills that are coming in this month and saying, what did I spend my money on? Here's where we're starting to get a lot of buyer's remorse that happens in January. And that's why, again, it's a good time for a dry January. An Ipsos poll conducted exclusively for Global News shows 41% of Canadians plan to make financial resolutions for the new year. 48% will aim to pay off debt. 45% want to make and stick to a budget. Are those numbers encouraging? Those are very encouraging. And we've been speaking over the last year regarding uh, the financial literacy of really Canadians. And we've talked about it year after year. It seems only half of Canadians have budgets. So the number that really strikes me is that 45% that want to make and stick to a budget, because that's very important. Your budget is your GPS for your financial future, and it really helps you to determine where am I going, where can I cut back, and what do I do if I need to, you know, make it through the next little while. We know COVID's not going away yet, so, you know, we're still in a pandemic and a lot of people are suffering, so by making a budget, it's going to help for the new year. We're talking about 2022 financial resolutions with Paul Anadiak, Vice President, Licensed Insolvencies Trustee at BDO Debt Solutions here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. One of the keys, I would think, is to make specific attainable targets. Is that a, a uh, uh, something that we should start with? The, the SMART uh, program, and really that's what it is, uh, specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and timelines. Definitely, you want to have something specific. The problem with New Year's resolutions and why 
a lot of them are broken is because people are not specific with it. Sure, you know, you want to lose weight for the new year or you want to have a savings uh, plan in place. But a lot of people don't know where to, to start and they don't know where they're going. By having a smart program in place, it's going to allow you to take a look at it and it's going to allow you to re-examine your goals as the year goes on. And it's important to remember that, you know, with it comes with your financial uh, future, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road. We have seen that through COVID. So it's important to roll with the punches. And that's all also the key uh, issue is roll with the punches because things are going to happen in life. You're going to be able to adjust your goals. Eventually, you're going to meet your goals, but it's not always going to be the smoothest of sailing. Yeah, and to that effect, I mean, rolling with the punches and, and tweaking and adjusting things would uh, apply to your budget as well. I mean, that's not set in stone. Emergencies happen, life happens, stuff gets in the way, and it's important that people understand that they can adjust and tweak their budget as well. You know, in a perfect world, everyone's going to have a fixed budget, you know, fixed income coming in, fixed expenses. But that doesn't happen. We don't live in a perfect world. So changes happen to happen all the time. Emergencies happen all the time. Really, COVID has made us look at ourselves, look at what we consider as an emergency and really define that even a lot better. If you look at the Ipso poll, another really good uh, percentage was that 38 percent or actually 36% were looking at saving for a rainy day or emergency fund. So that is very encouraging that Canadians are starting to realize that I need to put money aside in case of trouble. Paul Anadiak is our guest, Vice President, Licensed Insolvency Trustee at BDO Debt Solutions. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. You mentioned uh, starting an emergency fund. Uh, we should also discuss what constitutes an emergency because people might think, you know, 2022 is the year I want to take a trip because, you know, I've had enough of this pandemic. Let me dip into my emergency fund. That's right. A lot of people uh, set up an emergency fund and then they drain it uh, as soon as something else comes along. So defining an emergency, and that really comes down to, you know, someone's uh, personal preference, but COVID really, you know, allowed us to focus on that. An emergency, for example, an emergency is if, if, if you're commuting to work and all of a sudden it's pothole season, you hit a pothole and you need to do a repair. That's an emergency. Uh, going out to celebrate that maybe we're going to be going, you know, getting out of another lockdown, that's not so much of an emergency. So really define what an emergency is. And also when you're setting up that goal, make sure that when you put your money into an emergency fund, it's easily accessible, but not that easily accessible that if you get, you know, the pressure put on you to spend it, that you don't spend it right away. We should also mention to our listeners that there are options available to those individuals and families who do require some financial assistance. You know, maybe those government supports like CERB have ended and now they're really having a tough time um, making ends meet. What are some of the options available to people who are in this category? Well, there's a lot of options, and, and the sooner you explore your options, the more options you're going to have. And we have discussed that in the past. You know, something as simple as budgeting. Uh, that, that's the number one uh, issue that a lot of people I meet with have issues with. But we sit down with individuals and we talk about, you know, reorganizing their debt, trying to get a lower interest rate, getting a payment plan in place that's flexible for them. Ultimately, if someone is struggling and they cannot afford it any further, we do talk about consumer proposals and bankruptcies with individuals. You know, a bankruptcy is not the end. Just like a new year, it's a financial rebirth. So it's always an option for you to reset yourself financially and plan for the future. We're chatting about uh, financial New Year's resolutions with Paul Ananiak, Vice President, Licensed Insolvency Trustee at BDO Debt Solutions. You're listening to Good Morning.
Wayne Hamilton on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you this morning. Um, whenever someone wants to lose weight or get healthier in the new year, they might pair up with a workout buddy. Does that work from a financial standpoint? It does. It does work from a financial standpoint. Now, uh, similar if you're losing weight, a lot of times you'll go into a trainer, meet with a trainer, a licensed insolvency trustee, uh, such as myself, we meet with individuals, go over their financial situation and assist them. Uh, if you're looking for a financial buddy, that is always a great option. However, with a financial buddy, you have to remember, you know, you're going to be putting a lot of confidence in this individual. Is this the individual you want to be putting confidence in? Are you also going to get the support back? Because the last thing you want to have to go through is if you're going to have a financial buddy, you're all of a sudden, the pressures are there that you want to spend some more money are you going to have that support back so it's important to remember that all the time always make sure that you have the right advice you're getting the correct advice and again that's why a licensed insolvency trustee might be the first person to reach out to paul great advice as always thanks for joining us today and happy new year as well thanks rick happy new year that's paul anadiak vice president licensed insolvency trustee bdo debt solutions you can find out more on their website bdo debt solutions .ca. Get a financial workout buddy, whether it's from BDO or some other reputable financial institution, and learn about your financial options. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.